Hey guys, I'm Jay. And I'm A. And you're listening to Recipe and ID. Hi guys. Hi guys, how are you? Glad to hear you're doing okay. We heard from you guys on Facebook and you were sad that we didn't do an episode. Yeah, so we're recording this as an I'm sorry. It's our apology we, episode? Yeah. It's our first mini sode. We plan to pepper some in here and there, just about random things we want to talk about. I have a fun name for it, but I don't think I want to call this one that name because it's not really on par with what I was going to call it. Okay. So we're just going to call it a mini episode. Yeah, it's just one of our mini episodes. Uh, more as a, like, thank you for being patient and sorry we missed the episode. Um, we've had a lot going on personally. But we were, we were happy family, to see, but... yeah, we were happy to see that people were upset that we didn't have an episode, though. That was Yes, that made us you feel made very it, good. <laughs> you made it quite clear that you were not happy we didn't have an episode. So we do apologize for that, though it did make us feel very It did. It wanted. made us feel better and wanted and liked and needed. So, so hi everyone. Um, yeah, so we're not going to do a whole lot of much of anything for this other than the episode. Yeah, so we'll just get right into it. Do you want to go first, or since it's a mini so do you want to switch it up? Uh, I think it's up to you. You, it's up to you. You were very, you were very adamant with keeping our our plan, so I don't mind. Yeah, going but first. this episode deviates from our normal plan anyway. Fine, fine. You can go first. I'll go second. Okay, I'll go first. So you just sit back and relax. I'm gonna sit back and relax. All right, so uh, for my mini episode, I thought it would be fun. I wanted to keep it fun. I wanted to keep it lighthearted. So I found a, and okay, fun and lighthearted is the wrong word because there's some not fun and uh, lighthearted in within I'm, my list. I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening to this understands that we're not poking fun at the situation. We are just having fun discussing the situation. Okay. It's not yes. actually fun. Okay. So the list I pulled off, it is a ranker list, uh, 20 weird crimes committed for apparently no reason. Um, depending on timing wise, I may only go through like 10, okay. but okay. there's 20 of them. So it may just be another mini sode sometime. Ooh, fine. Um, but these are ranked on the internet by people who go on and, and rank them and put them in order. Yeah, um, murderinos and such. Yes. So this list is from most popular to least popular. Oh. Should I start at the bottom? Should I start with the least popular? No, because mine's the opposite. Work up? You go your way. Okay. So I'm going to start with the most popular. Um, most popular, most well-known. No, most popular. These oh. are ranked in lists oh, of like Oh, that's right. You said that. Choices. Popularity. Yes. That makes sense. Okay, go. Um, so the first one, man locked in a pigeon cage for 20 years by his siblings. Wait. <laughs> yes. A man was locked in a pigeon cage for 20 years by his siblings. In late 2015, Spanish police were investigating a brother and sister when they discovered a third sibling who had been kept in a dovecote since 1996 with nothing but a bucket for a toilet. I am like I said, horrible situations within these Un stories. It's not funny. I am not laughing at but him. But that title. That title. Oh. Right. Oh, my Lord. And that's pretty much what this list is. It's funny titles and horrible, horrible situations. Oh, God. 
Can you imagine living in a cage for that long? No. With just a bucket? Well, and I, I'm thinking like a like how big is a pigeon cage? I'm not sure. Well, I picture... So my head goes to springtime for Hitler. Oh, God. Uh, from the producers. Yeah, I see what So I see like the, a full size, like a man could sit in it, but it's not a... um, It's not like a tiny little like... I don't think it's like a hamster cage. It's like a rookery. Yes. Okay. Yes. I can appreciate it. I would imagine. I don't know for sure. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm also just remembering that old, there was like a meme going on the internet before with the lady that was showing off how big the cage was. So she got inside of it. It's like the one, it's like the whole wall of the room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's all I can see. It's not funny. All right. Uh, Japanese man smears feces on teenage girl. Oh, uh, oh that in, poor girl. In horrific news from Tokyo, a man randomly approached a young woman on the streets of Japan and smeared his own excrement on her face and in her mouth. The word excrement doesn't seem like it's it's bad enough to be poop. Right? Right? I feel like that word should be so much Feces worse. Feces is. Feces is pretty excrement, solid. Not excrement, not so much. Excrement is like fecal matter. Uh, 40 minutes later, he approached another woman and grabbed her from behind. The police tracked him down after viewing surveillance footage from the first crime scene. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Did they smear feces on him? I, I feel like in Japan, that's know. like, I feel like that, that's like actually a thing they can do. I I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, eye for an eye. Um, the next one is man poisons five children and cuts off his own genitals. Oh, Whoa. How are those two things related? That's my first question. In Uganda, a man tried to poison his five children before cutting off his penis after the mother's children's mother dropped them off at his house. The kids survived, and the man awaits charges of attempted murder and attempted suicide. Wait. I think it's illegal in Uganda to commit suicide. I was just going to say, it's a... Well... Okay. What is the legality of suicide? I don't know. I was just wondering that. I, can't, I don't. I've never heard of anybody being prosecuted in the United States for attempted suicide. Yeah, no, they usually just get committed. Like right, that's, they just go to a which, facility. To which get I help. think, which I think that is still you can. That's still like a legality but it's not, thing. It's but it's not. No, because the court isn't telling them they have to go get help. No, the court I think does. I think the oh. court does tell them okay. they have to be committed to a like to a asylum. I think that Maybe is actually a real thing. But I don't know if it's charges. No, no, no. I don't think it's I don't not think, charges. I think I, it's attempted suicide would not go on your criminal record. Yeah, and I think isn't it supposed to be like they completed suicide now? Isn't that what you're supposed yes, to say? Yes, it is. It, Com- the yes. completion of suicide now. Um. Yes. Um. Okay. Man throws a live alligator through a drive-through window. <laughs> While making a stop. Oh my god! For those of you that don't know, I have zero control over funny things being thrown at people in drive-throughs. Andrew I, really uh, enjoys really things being thrown at people. I can't. I cannot. If, and people falling, especially old people. I have, and I am a terrible human being. They're, my very first thing is laughing. I worked in a drive-through for years. It is the funniest job. Oh, it is so funny. And so, makes me so happy. while making a stop at the drive-thru of his local Wendy's, a man threw a three-foot-long alligator that he found <laughs> on the side of the road through the restaurant's window. Why? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. U.S. Marshals took the man into custody and released the alligator back into the wild. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a why. I don't have a why. I don't have a why an okay. alligator. I don't know. I don't oh, have a why see. Wendy's. I don't you, have a why. Because you know, like, it's some, it's some, Because like, this <laughs> list is a list of apparently no motives. We it's, don't know why any of these were committed. Seriously, like, all I'm seeing is this young girl. Of course. Getting like, an alligator like, thrown at her. What are your students? Just getting a three-foot alligator <laughs> thrown at her. Trying to hand a Coke out the window. 
And here comes an alligator right for your head. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. I wonder if he like shot put he had to like prepped it because like think about how how hard it would be to like chuck an alligator so oh, that it would move. Absolutely. <laughs> I <laughs> picture him throwing it like a javelin. Yeah, that's what okay, that's what I'm saying. Like you know how in the cartoons they like straighten something out <laughs> yes. and it sticks straight? Oh, like they do the birds on um yeah, uh, uh, the uh, Flintstones the to yep. golf with. But they do it with the Wait, alligator. Or is and they that throw Alice in Wonderland? It. I think it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, but I still I see what you're saying. It's like stretched out, it's like yeah, stays pigeon straight. And then he just throws it like a jack. <laughs> oh god. Um <laughs> Man stabbed in the butt on the subway. Oh god. Back in two thousand fifteen, a man with the strongest butt ever was stabbed in the butt multiple times while getting off the subway. What? Oddly enough, he didn't realize he was stabbed until he got home. Is that why they say he has the strongest butt ever? Because yes, he didn't realize because it? he didn't realize until he got home. Okay. It's not I was an like, actual was like, title he holds, I, I don't think. I was like, is there like a world record for strongest butt? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe they were targeting him because he had oh, the strongest maybe butt Maybe he was the wearing world. his medal. Maybe. And they were testing it. But again, we will never know. Because the motive is unknown in these cases. Do they know who did it, though? There's cameras on subways. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, I can't tell you. I don't know. Oh. I don't have that in the in the description of the title. Interesting. Uh, naked man falls through ceiling and destroys everything. Which in it... what sounds like a stress dream, a 24-year-old naked man crashed the ceiling of a home in British Columbia and proceeded to rummage through the house, destroying everything in his wake. When the family arrived home, they found their house in shambles, saying... He totaled my master bedroom, went into the closet in every room. He didn't steal anything. Just destroyed it all. So this naked man just went through and destroyed everything. And stayed there, because they obviously found him still in the Now, house. my confusion is where was he... That he fell through the to ceiling. crash the ceiling, because the way it's stated in here... It's a house. It doesn't seem like an apartment. No, it's it's a house. house. Was he living in their attic? Ooh, creepy. Because I've heard You've multiple heard things about the, those stories. The Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I listened to an Not episode like the Spider-Man, but when Spider-Man. I first started listening to the podcasts, I listened to Criminal with Phoebe Judge, and she had an episode of a young woman who had somebody living in her attic, attic. in her apartment. Like, why did that it was sound an attic familiar? above the apartment? Because I'm pretty sure my favorite murder did a I think similar did, one, yep. or it was one of their listener tales, Tales, something like uh, that. Oh. Well, they don't do listener tales. They do, yeah, they, they do. They do this. Uh, they do listener tales, but they don't call them listener tales. Oh, they call them minisodes. That's more of it. They do minisodes. Minisodes, yeah. yeah, like word for yeah. hometown murders. That's right. Okay, um, and I feel like Morbid may have covered one too. I, I don't Morbid know. might have. Um, okay, Elena so Ash, that's that. The Watcher House. This one is creepy. I've listened to multiple podcast episodes on this. My favorite murder has done it. A paranormal chicks has done it. My favorite um, murder did it. Maybe not. No, Paranormal Chicks did it and Morbid has Morbid did it. Morbid did it. I'm fairly certain my favorite murder oh, have did they? it. I, just, I can't remember. No, because there's not a murder involved. No, I don't think my favorite murder did it. Wait, it might be a bit of a minute. I don't remember. But I remember this story. I've listened to multiple things. Oh, Case File. Oh, Case gotcha. File did it. Love uh, all of them. In 2000- Shout out to all those wonderful podcasts. Oh, yeah. Love you. Uh, in 2015, one of the strangest cases in modern history appeared on the weird news scene when a letter was mailed to the new owners of a home. The letter contained such creepy statements as, My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. And I asked the Woods, the previous owners, to bring me young blood. The whole thing is kind of amazing and creepy, but no information about who the watcher might be or why they're sending out the letters has come to light. 
that one is such Morbid an interesting. Morbid did a really good cover yeah. If you guys want, if you want to hear more about that one, really check out Morbid. They do a really great job with that one. I I can. That one's one that I literally remember what I was doing when I listened to yeah. that episode it's, it's because a great, it was so fascinating. They cover so much because it. it's so weird. Yeah, agreed. Um, man steals trout, pees everywhere. Wait, is that in order? Man steals trout, comma pees everywhere. Like Sometimes you've just got to snack on some trout, which is exactly what David Wiley was going to do when he started trying to steal trout by shoving it down his pants. When police oh. approached him, he started peeing all over the place and saying that nothing he did mattered because his crimes were only misdemeanors. Misdemeanors. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I have so many questions. Why no down answers. the pants? Why did he choose to go down the pants? I mean, I guess. Why pee everywhere? Well, have you ever seen those ones where the ladies put like the microwaves between their knees and the big long dresses? <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't understand. That's a gift. Seriously. That's a gift. Their Kegel exercises must be like. Okay. They're not putting them up there. They're I, holding their legs. I mean. Kegel exercises don't have anything to do with legs. You don't know that. <laughs> Fairly certain. Maybe friends will correct me, but I'm fairly certain. Um, okay. Water company employee tries to blow up his coworkers. And a and on Copperig Valley Water Users Association employee named Aaron English spent years building bombs and detonating them near his coworkers while also defecating in bags and placing it in their lunch. Wait, he did this for years? Years. During his trial, English didn't give a reason for his pranks. Pranks. But he did go into enough detail on how he built the bombs that the judge suggested he exercise his Fifth Amendment rights. So the judge told him to stop talking. Yes. Please stop talking. Correct. You're gonna, you're making it worse for yourself. Correct. Okay. Uh, naked peeping Tom wearing Reagan mask caught on camera. On New Year's Eve in Vestavia Hills, a man wearing nothing but a Ronald Reagan mask and a sock was caught on camera snooping around a house. One of the people who lives at the house caught the peeping Tom while he was taking out the trash and scared him off. Maybe we spooked him off enough to not go to another house and to not do it again. Where do you think the term peeping Tom comes from? Where do you think the sock was? That's a better question. I don't know the answer to that question, but where do you think the sock was? Was it on one of his feet? Was it covering his member? Did he put it on one of his hands? Why I, one sock? Why in my head I'm thinking he's covering his member? So did I, but he's a peeping Tom. So why does he care? I mean, peeping Toms aren't always... Uh, well, and they're not voyeurism. always... No, they're voyeurs. That's, that's oh, the whole that's, thing. That is the whole thing. <laughs> they are they, always voyeurs. They're not... But they're not uh, outwardly, like... They're not always outwardly sexual and or perverted. It's like I mean, weird, they're perverted. It's like that weird cheese know. man. The cheese yes. picture man. Oh, the, sw- the masturbating Swiss cheese man. <laughs> Yes. That was the weirdest story. For those that have never looked it up, you need to look it up. It's hysterical. Where did we hear that one? My that was murder. my favorite murder. My favorite murder, and I had to look that one up. It is hysterical. It's uh, Swiss cheese masturbation. Uh, uh, just look it up. Look it, it, I, it's weird. Uh, it's not don't quite look as it graphic up on the f- as you think. And don't look it up on the family computer, because that will just take you to different places. Like, yeah. private look that one up. On and your, if you're under the age of 18, do not look it up. Don't look that up. We are not condoning that. I'm not that. Condo- condoning that in any way. But it is very funny. Where was the sock? I don't know. Let's, I, I also am not certain on where Peeping Tom comes from. Well, yeah, but, I'm certain the, but your was question like a, was better than my question. Yeah, but I'm certain it was a, a like, person? Resi- residential, like a, a presidential case. Like, 
not presidential, <laughs> precedental case. Yes. Like whatever Precedence. set the precedent yeah, gotcha. for it. I'm sure his name was Tom. It was a presidential case. Or his last case. name was Thomas or something. Yeah, it was a presidential case. No, we're not talking about Clinton. What? <laughs> that went places. <laughs> Do you ever uh, think president has ever walked to the White House naked? Of course they have. Why wouldn't? Well, I don't know. The They're right? always surrounded by people. People. That's Probably not. Probably not. Just in their bedroom. Whatever. Lame. Uh, female vampires attack New Zealand. In early 2000. Yep. Wait. Yep. Like yep. the country? In early 2016, multiple unrelated incidents of women attacking people by biting them were reported. One of the victims lost so much blood that he was left in serious condition at a local hospital. If that's not strange enough, a third bitten, bitten, a third person was bitten in a domestic dispute a few days before both of the previously mentioned events. You know what that reminds me of? That weird mm. thing where the people were on bath salts and eating each other's faces. Oh, yeah. Down in Florida? Well, there was that one, and there was just like a bunch of them that happened around like the oh, yeah. same time, so it was very creepy. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like a coincidental thing. I don't know. Full moon? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, stranger shaves cats in Minchin Hampton. Wait. I need to visualize this. Stranger shaves cats like... in Minchin Hampton. Okay. Okay. Like takes takes clippers and, and shaves <laughs> random cats. cats. In January 2016, pet owners in Minchinhampton, England, were astonished when their cats uh, began showing up with patches of their fur shaved off. One cat owner said, I think it must either be children doing it for a joke or someone in the neighborhood with a vendetta. So they, vendetta were, so they the weren't cats. found. Though the person that was doing it was not found. Nope. Interesting. Blow dart attack on Golden Gate Bridge. Blow dart attack on Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. Okay. In February 2016, two pedestrians walking across the Golden Gate Bridge were struck by darts from a blowgun. I read this one. I've heard of this the one. The most police were able to discern was that the darts came from a passing car. But that was it. Does this sound like the beginning of an urban legend? The dart blower. That's a terrible name. The the bridge pecker. Nope. The Nope. Not bridge pecker. Nope. <laughs> bridge the pricker. No pricker. So much worse. Nope. So worse. Okay. I can't. Okay. Garlic knots send friends into a fury. Did somebody eat the last garlic knot? I relate I would... to this on a spiritual, spiritual level. level. Yeah. Four friends totally freaked out and smashed up a pizzeria after they found out their order of garlic knots was covered in cheese. Depends okay. on what kind of cheese. Yeah. And the knots put them in such a fury that they threw food at the workers and knocked a cash register and fax machine off of a counter. They must have been really bad garlic knots. So if it was like nacho cheese, like stadium cheese, mm, I would get that angry and I would destroy cheese. a pizza joint. But if it was like Parmesan cheese or cheddar cheese or sprinkled cheese, cheese, mozzarella cheese, goat cheese. Maybe they were allergic we to cheese. We had garlic knots with goat cheese. It's delicious. Or, no, feta. But... Cheese on garlic, delicious, unless it's nacho cheese. Or you're allergic to cheese. I suppose. But enough to throw everything in crazy in there. I mean. Uh, the McAllen Beauty Queen murder. In 1960, Irene Garza was murdered after giving a confession to her priest, John Feet. Five days after the murder, her asphyx asphyxiated body was pulled out of a canal, and although Feet was the primary subject, from the onset of the investigation, he wasn't charged until 2016. Even then, there was no motive established. Uh, That's we, one of those just yeah, like sad ones and that we, and we, we don't know we why. Saw something. I, read, I think we watched something on that one. 
the Sandy Drummond case, <gasps> one of so the sad. most mysterious unsolved murders of the last two decade, decades, is that of the murder of Alexander Sandy Drummond. In 1991, he was found dead on a farm track near his cottage. Prior to his death, Drummond had withdrawn large amounts of cash, but police were never able to establish a motive for his death. As of 2016, the investigation into Sandy Drummond's death is still underway. Um, woman blames her mother's death on a demon. This wasn't the first case of someone blaming their crimes on the devil, but in late 2015, a 30-year-old woman killed her mother by stabbing her and biting her on the chest. Ooh. After the woman was brought into custody, she said, I never had any problem with my mom. A demon told me to kill her, but I'm not crazy. A psychiatric evaluation of the woman showed her to have mental problems and to be highly dangerous, also known as crazy. I mean, that's yep. Uh, Hatchet-wielding hatchet New Orleans man. In 2015, Billy Joe Hart randomly attacked a man in New Orleans' home and left him for dead before stealing his truck. Even though Hart was eating at his victim's house before he started chopping, no motive has been established for the assault. The rock swimming slasher. The slash slinging flasher. The slash slinging. The flash the hash slinging, slinging slasher. That one. From SpongeBob, right? Yep. Yeah. Woman steals $11 worth of frozen food. Oh. In Dallas, Texas, Diamond Lawrence, a transient woman, was arrested after stealing $11 worth of frozen food from a Walmart before scratching one of the workers and saying, you're welcome. It was then discovered she was HIV positive. <gasps> Medics said the worker had no bodily fluids exchanged with Lawrence, meaning he's safe from the virus. Oh, that would have been terrifying. Right. And finally, and the lowest one on our list, is man kills cross-dressing voodoo priest. <gasps> After getting into a heated argument with priest. a voodoo priest, uh, what other kind of argument can you have with a voodoo priest, during which the priest threatened him with magic, Malhabert Francois gunned down the cross-dressing priest. Prosecutors are still trying to determine if this case is a case of self-defense or something more sinister. That one's weird. Yeah, I mean, that's probably why it's at the bottom of the, the list, yeah. Why weirdest crimes committed for no reason. Probably true. So yeah, that was my list of 20 weird crimes committed for apparently no reason. Nunca para ti. Okay. Yep. Well, that was fun. Yeah, what do you got for me? Well, so kind of on the same ballpark that you did. Uh, I have I have some actually come some fun food news that I wanted to touch on a little bit here. Uh, first being McDonald's spicy homestyle chicken sandwiches. They are new. They're new oh, to McDonald's, yes. and I wanted to get your opinion on them because I know you and I have tried them, and we had a very distinct opinion about them. But I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about. Um, number one, my feeling is that I feel like they're trying to be Chick Fil A. One hundred percent. Right. Well. Uh... Not that they're trying to be Chick-fil-A, but they're definitely trying to compete with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They're also trying to compete with Popeye's, which both of those are a superior sandwich to McDonald's at this point. Yeah, which is kind of and sad. And nine times out of ten, I find Popeye's to be more superior than Chick-fil-A. Come at me. You're going to have a lot coming at you because um, arguably the number one fast food restaurant per state, guess which one won? 
It did. Mm-hmm. 21 of the 50 states chose Chick-fil-A fast food. I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Chick-fil-A is delicious. It does. But I also don't know if Popeye's is in all 50 states. I don't I, know that either. I didn't look that one up. I know that it is It is one of the ones that won. I don't know which state actually it was high on, but it was. Guess how many states was McDonald's? Because you know McDonald's has to be one on, at some of them. Yeah, I don't know. 12. That's it? Yeah. Hmm. 12 of the 50. That was just number one. And then the uh, next one was uh, Panda Express. Oh, I do love Panda Express. Right? It's yeah. such a yeah, such a place. Um so yeah, so that's I can I feel you like on a on a spiritual level, but I really do think that they're trying to compete with Chick-fil-A and Oh, one hundred percent. There's yeah. not a question there. Um other news. Taco Bell has brought back their potato tacos and their roasted potato side dish, which uh, I could care less, but I'm so excited for all you Taco Bell potato stands. I love them so much. And I don't deny your love for them. He does not I like just them. don't care. I like them a lot. They mostly because they come with liquid cheese and he's not a liquid cheese person. Yeah. And Taco Bell is really a take it or leave it for me. I'm not like a psychotic Taco Bell person. I know you are. I am. And I like Taco Bell. I I will always find something delicious to eat when we go. But I am am not like Taco Bell is not my number one. No, I can appreciate that. Um, Another news. uh, High C is back at McDonald's as well. High C Orange. Yeah, I know. That was kind of. That makes me so happy. Right. Why does it? It makes everyone so happy. I'm deathly allergic to it, so I can't drink it. Now, I did see one of my friends posted on Facebook when High C Orange was coming out that they were really just waiting for Fruitopia. Right? To come back out and or be be around the, in the area again. the area or the state again because they live more south in Indiana. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were just talking about it like they want to bring Fruitopia back, and I forgot Fruitopia even exists. So yet. I mean, legit. So did I. Um, but that being said, I one of the cool things about both those is that they were completely funded by the. You guys, people wanted it to come back. They they made the they made it known they wanted to the come back. People and, spoke, and, and they these spoke, companies and these companies listened. listened. They were super excited to bring them back, and well, I think that's also a testament to the power of social media, because before, I think companies could ignore their consumers. Oh, one hundred percent. They yep. They could block them out, and I think with social media, with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all of that. You lose so much, and there's so much backlash and so much public, public view on it. Public backlash. And right. public view on it that you can't give backlash as a corporate company. Like, you could send somebody a form letter, and it probably wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, agreed. T- 15 years ago. But yeah. now, that's online in an in instant. Completely. And yeah. then you've got groups that are like fighting against the man and that's how you bring back potatoes from taco bell yeah and kind of on the spin of that and so because we like to talk i like to talk about this one a lot too with people it's that whole concept of the lady that burned herself from the mcdonald's hot be careful because i stand her yeah no no she's no no i'm gonna go into it that's what that's, that's what we're talking about okay so a lot of people always kind of bring that up they're like they're like oh but this woman won so much money because she burned herself what people don't realize was that it wasn't just that she burned herself that was not the problem here the problem was that she burned herself from the cup and mcdonald's was unwilling to cover the medical bills she was completely fine and understanding the fact that the coffee was supposed to be hot that had nothing to do with it the issue was that mcdonald's was overheating their coffee number one was bringing it to a temperature that could scald you and was not warning their consumers and then when she burned herself they were unwilling to cover her medical bills so that was one of those things that you can brush under the rug because a big business can make someone look I mean, think about it. And think that's that's what they did. They ran a smear campaign against her, and now she's known as the idiot who sued McDonald's because she spilled coffee in her yeah. lap. Or Meanwhile, 
this poor woman received third degree burns on her thighs and genitalia and had to have skin grafts and all kinds of things. And like you said, they were serving their coffee hotter than it was suggested to be served. And do you know why they were doing that? So it wasn't it so it could last longer? Of so, course. Yeah. No, not so it could last longer. It's so it took you longer to drink and they didn't have to give you a free refill. Oh, that's right. That's right. The hotter it is, the longer it's going to take, take you drink. to drink so you won't be able to finish it in their restaurant. That's right. And they had had, uh, I think it was five or six complaints in the year before this woman dropped it in her lap of those temperature controls. controls. So they knew that yeah. it was off. Yep. And that was that whole thing. But I, I watched a documentary on that. That's the only reason yeah, yeah. I know that. And we had had a couple, you and I have talked about it a bunch. Yes. But, I, but I just want to show the reverse side of all this. So, like, you can be angry at a public trying to force a business to do something, but a business has been doing it to people for years. So, right. go. Oh, I'm not mad <laughs> at us getting back to them finally. Right. It's just kind of funny. I'm mad at that situation, but yeah. not us getting back at them. Uh, so, food quiz. We're going to do a food quiz a little bit here. And these are just questions that kind of me and – uh, me and Jay have gone over a few times and talked about, and it's just kind of fun. So, uh, what do you think is the most expensive fast food item you can buy? Like in the world, anywhere? Yeah, cost. Of any so, type? If you were going to give a cost to the most expensive thing, uh, better question: What is the most expensive thing that you've ever purchased from fast food? Because I know what mine was, and the only reason I know is because you laughed at me when I bought it. I don't remember what yours was. Um, the most expensive thing I bought from a drive-through. I mean. Uh, for lack of a better term, anytime I go to Arby's, uh, yeah, like, Arby's is pretty, the most expensive place pretty solid. I go Arby, Arby's is in pretty terms solid. of fast food. Uh, so probably, I mean, I think I spend eight to nine dollars on a sandwich at, okay. at Arby's. So not anywhere near the hundreds or thousands. Oh God, mark. no. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, mine was the mine was the Cheeto chicken sandwich that I got oh, from, from KFC. Yeah, that thing was so expensive. It was very tasty was. though. No, I did love not. it a lot. He can know it as much as he wants. I loved it. But I'm a, I love Cheetos. You're a Cheeto fiend. So good. Okay. So the next couple restaurants we're going to talk about, these aren't necessarily fast food, but these are restaurants. Wait, what is the most expensive thing? That's what we're going to get into. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, I have five of them, and they go in – they uh, or sorry, I have eight of them, and they're the eight most expensive items that you can purchase from a menu item at a restaurant, period. Um, some of these I would consider fast food. Most of them I would not consider fast food because they're not really drive-through worthy. But – uh, Mamafuco fried chicken in Las Vegas at David Chang's restaurant. Uh, how much do you think it is? Well, what is it? Fried chicken. Is there anything special about it? Yes. What is special about it? Uh, I need to know the basics before I can throw okay. out a ballpark. It is uh, it is fried chicken that is served uh, and has been raved about for years. It is a uh, exclusive chicken farm that they get the chicken from. It's hand-bred, fan-cooked, on-site, at the restaurant every single day. Is there anything not typically food-related about it? No, not that I could find. Their so menu wasn't like super. Gold or anything no, like there was that. no gold luster dust okay. on this one. No. And so you're asking me how much that chicken cost. Yes. My guess is like $50 for a chicken breast. So the where I saw on the first website, they said it was at $100, which was insane. Uh, but I did go to their menu, and they have a couple restaurants. David Chang has a few restaurants. Mm -hmm. The most expensive one I could find was $78, okay. but it was a meal for four. Like, it was a four-person meal. Okay. That's so, still very pricey for a fast food restaurant, but... But it's not a fast food restaurant. Reasonable. This is a sit-down restaurant. Oh. That's what I'm saying. 
Then yeah, no. It's a sit down four That's course nothing. meal, and it comes with three with four sides. Okay. So I was like, that was nothing. I don't know why that was even on the list because really, truly, yeah. the next ones you'll the next ones we get into they'll make a lot more sense as to why they're very like nose up in the air kind of places. Um, but we'll get into those. So the next one I'm going to talk to you, and I talked to Jay. If we when we go to Philly, we're going to definitely be getting this sandwich. Um, but it's Barclays prime cheesesteak and everyone knows philly is known for the cheesesteak every restaurant you're going to go to is probably going to have a cheesecake cheesesteak of some every kind every restaurant you go to is going to be famous for their cheesesteak yeah it's going to have a, it's or at least we'll have a cheesesteak on it's it it's like when we went down to tennessee a couple weeks ago and every restaurant we went to had the best okay. ribs in town or, or the, the best fried chicken, chicken yep. or the best country fried steak yeah and you can bet that i ate all of them he did at all times uh, how much do you think it is? And I'll give you the insights. So it's a pretty popular item. Um, it's made with... Uh, what is it? A chili, Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak, I'm sorry. I <laughs> lost track because I, <laughs> I talked about ribs and, and chick, chick, chicken fried steak, and I got, I got confused. So this one is expected to be kind Philly of... Philly cheesesteak, go. It's expected to be because the, even on the menu item, it's literally next to... Um, butter poached lobster. So like, fancy. so it's obviously a fancy Hi. restaurant, um, but it's fancy AF. It's Wagyu ribeye, um, foie gras, onions, truffle cheese whiz on a fresh baked sesame roll served uh, with a half bottle of champagne. I can't imagine. So I cannot imagine it selling for less than one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and thirty. Oh, and that's on the menu. It was originally quoted at one hundred and fifty, but they brought the price down. So that is terrifying price. But when you add wagyu and foie gras, for those of you that don't know what foie gras is, it's uh, it's duck liver, duck liver pate. Tasty. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know if it's tasty because I you cannot, never actually I cannot recall if I've had or not. It's had illegal in Chicago, gras. so we can't have um, it. Remember well, that was that okay. whole stupid thing. Um, and then of course you have truffle cheese whiz, which truffles we oh. know are expensive. So yeah, that okay. And a half bottle of champagne. That's yeah, a, that's a steal. hundred and thirty dollars. That's a steal. Would you spend hundred? Oh, well, I can't say that. For those of you that don't know, Jay and I went to Disney and he spent two hundred dollars on a steak. So, I did. And it, uh, now, okay, I did not spend two hundred dollars on a steak. The steak was two hundred dollars. We did a Disney dining plan, and we definitely ate our meals worth on the Disney dining plan. But still, that steak still. retailed for two hundred dollars, and it was easily, hands down, the best steak I've ever eaten in my life and worth every bit of that two hundred dollars <laughs> i mean it was very good i can't i have I can't never i one. have never encountered anything as delicious and tender and well cooked and well seasoned and stop crying my mouth, is, my mouth is <laughs> literally watering he's tearing up right now people um, he's remembering the steak but I this was this was three years ago it was our first night in disney at our on our on our honeymoon yeah it was our honeymoon in Disney, and uh, my friend N told us uh, that we had to go to this restaurant. It was the Contemporary. It was on top of. Or it was the. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was on top of the Contemporary. The restaurant is yeah. on top of the Contemporary. We had dinner, and then we walked out on a balcony where you could Literally. see the castle and watch the fireworks and hear the music, and uh, it was fantastic. It was very fun. So, but literally the best steak of my. Life. I don't know if I'll ever have another one as good as that one. Like yeah. I think I could order the same steak there, and it would not be as good there this time first as it was that first time. Now watch it will be the next time we go. He'll make me go up there, and we'll get it again. No, because we're not doing the dining plan next time, <laughs> so I'm not true. spending two hundred dollars on a steak. 
(laughs) that I didn't already pay for. He says this now, quoting. I'm I'm quoting him on this one. It's recorded. (laughs) You have proof. (laughs) That is true. All right. So the next one, this is number three on the list. And I I should have prefaced this, that this is all going in increasing order. So the first one was 100. The next one was 130. Number three is the Velvet Gold Mine Milkshake. Um, The restaurant is called The Powder Room. Um, In quotes here, I put dumb as shit. Uh, just from trying to look this place up made me angry. Content warning. No, oh, sorry. Kidding. Content warning. Dumb as shit. Uh, I said, just from trying to find this place made me angry. I said, although the idea seems super awesome and it's very, it's like a very hipster dive bar location. They don't have a menu. They don't have a website and that's completely fine. Like I'm completely fine with places that are very I'm not at this day and age. Um, you at least have to have a website. But even their Facebook page seems very like run by a high schooler that like only talks to their hipster friends. Mm. Um, yeah. I hate this place more than I can put into words. Uh, I just don't like it. All right. What's the milkshake? Uh, it's premium spirits, including Remy, Remy Martin's cognac, which retail value is $3,200. Uh, Belgian chocolates, shavings of gold, and there's a Swarovski Nirvana Montana blue crystal ring in the glass. This milkshake comes with a ring? Yeah, a blue crystal ring in the bottom that you get to keep. It's a Swarovski. Like crystal. a ring like you put on your finger No, no, ring? no. It's like, uh, it's like a like a window ring. Oh, like, like a, a Swarovski like a, crystal. A sun catcher style I, I, Yeah, that's something. what it looked like. Okay. It, it may have been smaller than I thought it was, but it's a Swarovski crystal ring. Okay. Yep. And obviously there's ice cream and other wonderful, wonderful things in it. It's also, I should replace this, the Remy Martin Cognac, the bottle retails for $3,200. It's not like purchase. Yes. $226. Oh my God, for a milkshake. It's located in LA. So for those of you that want a milkshake, you can go out there. It's also ser- served with a gold spoon, like a full like 24 karat gold spoon. Plated, it better be gold spoon. Yeah, plated. No, I want solid for five hundred. You know what? I can't help you with that one. All right, number four, the Westin Bagel. For those of you that don't know the Westin, the Westin is the Westin Hotel in New York. It is uh, the best way I can put it. Think of the Four Seasons. But maybe just a step down from the Four Seasons in the sense that it's not like all inclusive. Like the Four Seasons is almost like a resort anywhere that you go to that you don't really leave the Four Seasons. You stay there. Um, the Westin is kind of in that same ballpark where it's very expensive. It's very ritzy. You're going to have everything you could possibly need in this place. Um, but it's it, you just don't have like the same kind of manner that you get for a Four, four Seasons. Uh, it's also in New York. So obviously things are a little more expensive here. Uh, this is a uh, 100% new york bagel that's made on site it can be either an everything or a plain they offer both options for you it is spread with truffle cream cheese so a white truffle oil cream cheese that can only be found in northern italy so it's imported there edible gold leaf and then a goji berry jelly that can only be preserved in brazil and then it's brought to new york to be made okay so of course you have an imported goji berry jam jelly you have imported white truffle cream cheese edible um, gold leaf edible gold leaf which by the way idiots gold leaf tastes like nothing stop putting it on shit so we were at 500 on the last one we and were. things so are we going know up yeah we know it's going to so be more than so for a 
bagel with cream cheese. I'm gonna say nine hundred. A thousand dollars. Oh, I almost said a thousand, but I thought I was overreaching. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, popularity for this one, it's not nearly as popular as you would think it would be. Uh, I, I can't see why it would be popular, but okay. Well, and like I like these other ones are pretty popular. Like surprisingly enough, the the Bonclay Philly cheesesteak, their their numbers, they sold about seventy six of them last year at one hundred and thirty dollars. So like that's that a pretty solid number. Surprise me the because bre- you don't have to take out a second mortgage, mortgage to afford that's that. True. Yeah. One. Uh, the velvet milkshake one, it, even at the five hundred dollars, even though I hate the place that I could tell you on that one, you at least get something nice out of it. You get a golden spoon and a Swarovski crystal yes. ring. So like that's kind of understandable. You're taking something away. You're not yep. just eating it to poop it out later. Yeah, the Weston bagel, there you're literally getting nothing with it besides the bagel and thousand dollars. It's not. Oh, but you get to run some gold through your body. For no reason other than to say you ate gold. Stop putting gold on shit, people. It tastes like nothing. All right. It tastes like rich. It tastes like you're going to fart out a gold nugget later. That's how unicorns fart. <laughs> yeah, it's so gold cool. dust. All right. Yeah. So that's the Weston Bagel. Number five is the Golden Opulence Sunday. Oh. I love ice cream. I know you do. Uh, this one, I unfortunately could not find the restaurant. I know that sounds really weird. I looked at it I everywhere. It does. I. I'm just kidding. It's gonna bother me because I was like, um, I had a bunch of it. But what do you think it retails for? I guess I could tell you. I was gonna say, please describe it. Sorry. Um, it is. It, it it's um it's still in New York, so it's a still one that's in there. But I don't. The restaurant was Serendipity Three, was where right. it was. But it it's no Serendipity Three went out of business and it's no longer the name. But the Sunday you can still get. I just don't know what the new restaurant's name is. Okay. That's that's what I was kind of getting. All right. What's the description of the Sunday? Sunday. 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 Uh, It's covered in 24 karat gold leaf and served in a sweet golden passion caviar and gilded in a golden uh, golden flower golden sugar flour. So essentially what it is is the ice cream is imported Belgium chocolate that they then whip into a sweet cream milk ice cream it is plated in 24 gil- 24 karat gold leaf so the entire top of it is mm-hmm. uh the golden passion fruit caviar is like your boat your goji berry stuff that you're gonna boba do bells. boba bells but it's made with golden passion fruit caviar which is very different it's a okay. it's well, anytime you say caviar yeah and then uh, a golden a gilded golden sugar flower so the entire flower is gilded in gold okay Three thousand dollars. It's a thousand. Same oh, one. Damn. Yeah. The next three are all right by each other. So, uh, yeah, this one, once again, it was by Serendipity Three, which mm-hmm. was uh, from everything I looked at, it was not open at the time, so I wasn't able to actually get confirmation of costs or anything on that one. Uh, it seems not as popular as the other ones, especially seeing as I think the Velvet Gold Mine Milkshake was specifically designed to compete with this one at, at half the price yeah yeah all right the next one that we're going to get into is called the zillion do- dollar frittata i bet you it's a zillion dollars no because there's two more oh okay so not not really Fine. we're gonna be uh this can be found at norma's in new york uh it is made with lobster and sturgeon caviar oh okay that's, that's all you're that's giving all me i can give you there's not a lot for this one, there's unfortunately. A, there's egg, 
I'm assuming some kind of fancy eggs that are going to go into it. Legitimately, I looked at the restaurant. I looked at the menu. I looked at everything I could. It just says it's a lobster and caviar frittata. So for those who don't know what a frittata is, a frittata is whipped eggs with items put into it, and then you make it into almost like a quiche, but it's more like if a quiche and an omelet had a baby. $1,000? Okay, you so said the next three were similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what's funny is I feel like that particular item... You're buying it in New York for a thousand dollars when I feel like you probably go to Maine and get it for like fifteen. I was just thinking the exact same thing. Like you go to Maine. It's all about importing the seafood. But New York is right now. No, I don't I don't know that Maine has sturgeon caviar, caviar that's true. at the ready. And I I feel like that's probably where the cost comes from. Okay, the next one makes me very happy. So the name of the re- I have to tell you the name of the restaurant first. The name of the restaurant is Honky Tonk. Love it. Wow. <laughs> Honky Tonk is in the Okay. All right. Honky Tonk is the name of the restaurant. And it's in the it's number seven. Yeah. There's only eight. The, okay. So where do you think Honky Tonk is? You're never you are never gonna guess. New York. No. Oh. London. Oh. <laughs> I find that offensive. <laughs> I I, I sh- think they're making fun of us. I mean, from when you hear the next thing, you 100% are. Is it cultural appropriation? You know what? We it they're the they're notorious for their appropriation people. I don't think they are. But is it stealing us? Stealing us. Is it our culture? Is honky our culture? I think it I, I is, mean, is that a real thing? Now that I think about it, I think our culture is honky. Um, I'm gonna go huh. with it. It feels wrong. Okay, so this one is <laughs> this one is much better because it literally gave me like point by point what's on this item. Perfect. So it's Kobe Wagyu beef. Okay. New Zealand Venice. Okay. Black truffle brie. Okay. Lobster poached in Iranian saffron. Holy crap! Maple syrup coated bacon. This is Brazilian <laughs> bacon, so it's actually the like Brazilian perfect bacon. Okay. Beluga caviar. Okay. Hickory smoked duck egg. And grated truffle are all covered in gold leaf. So they all take of it is covered the entire in gold leaf. Bowl burger. Is it a burger? It's an entire burger coated in gold. Covered in gold leaf with all of those like top tier ingredients. I mean, saffron alone. It's crazy. Expensive. Like true saffron alone is psychotic. Yeah. Oh God! I mean that. I can't imagine it's less than fifteen hundred. It is not. It's more than fifteen hundred. Is it more than two? No, it is less than two. That surprises me, actually. I I am. Is it like seventeen hundred? Seventeen hundred, exactly. Oh my yeah. God. And I looked this one up. It is still available at the Honky Tonk in London at seventeen hundred dollars. I will say the burger is much larger than I thought it was, I'm and it sure. looks almost like it's like a shareable burger. Probably, but at that cost. Divided by half. I mean, still you bring seven people in, split it in seven parts, you're, you're still paying a hundred dollars. Paying more than a hundred dollars. Or seven. I'm sorry, you'd have to be seventeen, 17 people. people. <laughs> oh lord, no. Okay. <sighs> the very last one. This is Industry Kitchen Pizza. Uh, once again, this is another one of the ones that I didn't. Pizza. I, yeah, we're gonna get into this. So okay. in industry, in, industry, kitchen pizza. There's not a lot for it. I'll tell you what's in it. So where is it? I have to find it. That's the one that I I had it and then I didn't have it. It was on my notes and then I clicked over. Industry. Sorry guys. 
sorry. I deleted it You're when fine. I was trying to. Let's just go from uh, you going to the eighth one. We're recording. So this is actually the Industry Kitchen Pizza. So it's Industry Kitchen is a restaurant. Pizza is what it is. What what they just is what they're calling it, and it's on the South Street in the Financial District in New York. Um, it is called the Twenty Four Carat Pizza. Um, also, yeah, and we'll get into what's on this. So it is, um, it is Stilton cheese, Twenty Four Carat gold leaf, caviar, truffles, and foie gras. Um, the pizza dough that's underneath it is squid ink infused pizza dough, so it's black. Of course. And then you got your Stilton cheese. If you get a chance to look it up, the picture I'll even post a picture of this on our Instagram. Uh, it's a pretty intense pizza. I believe it's like it. gold. And Sounds glamorous. It, it looks glam. It is a glam pizza. Um, the it's fairly popular, actually. Surprisingly enough, um, they have sold two in the last three years. Okay, I wouldn't call that fairly popular. Compared to the glam burger that sold one last year, two in a year is still pretty. You solid. said three years. Oh, I'm so sorry. Two last year. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should have two last year. Three total. Oh, okay. Yep. So um, how much do you think this one is? Twenty five hundred. Two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars for a pizza. Going, how many slices is that cut into? Uh it's a personal pizza. So it's, it's a personal it, it's, pizza. It's like a Do they have inch. a measurement on there? No, not that I okay. could see. But okay, it looks like a personal pizza. So even if a two thousand dollar pizza, let's say it slices into eight slices, which is a typical slice here in the Midwest for a pizza, uh, that's insanity. That's that's over two hundred dollars a slice. Yeah, yeah, that's about two hundred and fifty dollars a slice. Oh my god! Now they should just sell it by the slice. <laughs> can you can you imagine paying two hundred fifty dollars for a slice of pizza, Andrew? Oh God! That's how much your steak was. Your steak was that much. Your entire meal that we had. My my twenty ounce steak that I had was two hundred dollars. Yeah. So it's it's Stilton cheese imported from England, French foie gras. So it's not a foie gras from the United States. Uh, white truffle it from Italy. <laughs> Acestra caviar, which is from the Caspian Sea. It's the only fish they can of grow. Of course, in the it's from the Caspian Sea. All garnished with a twenty-four karat Ecuadorian gold. Isn't that fancy? Yeah. Crazy, right? Pretty. Crazy. That's insanity. So, we already kind of talked about the most popular fast food restaurants. Chick Fil A actually beat them out last year, which is kind of insane. Then McDonald's and Panda Express. But um, what do you guys think the most popular home cooked meal was this last year? Or during I guess, the pandemic pandemic and i think just in general what do you think the most popular this is in the last five years so like the last five years what the most popular items that our people are cooking at home uh regularly all i can think of is our house and i say meatloaf i you know what's <laughs> really funny i was surprised meatloaf isn't even on my list my top oh, five that's sad. <laughs> what do you think number chicken. one is orange chicken yeah i don't know <laughs> i think of food people like tacos tacos oh, tacos right. is number one Looking like I'm crazy. <laughs> that was a little crazy. Uh, chicken pot pies number two. They also included chicken pot pie soup or chicken soup that were the same sure. some things. Uh, and then chili was number three. Hmm. That kind of insane. Kind of impressive. Oh, chili makes a lot of sense. Chili does, yeah, because it just cooks and it's kind of what it is. So tacos, chicken pot pie, and chili. Hmm. 
Interesting, right? Yeah. Well, that was my section. Awesome. It was kind of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I always think it find it kind of appealing that you can find out like people's yeah. random popularity of things. No, that was a lot of fun. So, um, like we did say, our next episode is going to be one of our full episodes where we'll get into it. And I know I did kind of do a preface from our previous episode that I was going to get into the top 100 items that are popular for the last five years. So these are not the most popular um restaurants but literally single items from restaurant menus that are ordered and it's based on i think the survey was 2500 people every year voted from across the united states for these items so cool. top 100 and i'm going to do five next week with my with my recipe so i'll go over the top the the 100 through 95 next week that episode will be coming out this week too oh i'm sorry this week we're dropping two episodes, episodes this week yeah. because we missed the one sorry guys. um yeah, and my case is a horrific one. So um, get ready Have for that. Have fun. Um, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so my case is a horrific one. And uh, I, I was really excited to do a mini-sode because I was able to bring a little bit of levity to my side of things. Um, so, And I went easy on you with Dillinger, so I'm, uh, I'm bringing it back down. Uh, with this one, but it's really interesting. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for our episode to come out. I'm excited for you guys to listen. I know we said this is a mini-sode, but it's almost a full-length episode. So enjoy. <laughs> you get an extra episode. Uh, right. So yeah. Love you guys. All right. Thanks for being patient with us, guys. We'll see you on Friday. <laughs>